because uh, the ends of it's all tore up. He's like, here, you want this? I said, Heck yeah, I'll take it. That's funny, funny, funny. Awesome. Hey, uh, hey, everyone, we're about to get started. We are doing our live Blab show, What the Hell Happened? This right. is a show we do every Tuesday, every Friday, 10.30 Pacific. And um, we're talking about all the changes. What has been going on in the world of social uh, online marketing? My name is Andrew McCauley from Autopilot Your Business. And, of course, I have a co-host, and that is Will Henke. G'day, Will. Hello. How are you today? I am just making you a co-host, so you are now a co-host. Um, if you've just joined us, we have an open seat too. We've got a list of things that have happened in the last three days. Yes, a list of things that have been going on in the last three days. So um, if you are one of those people who want to join us, then we'd love you to be able to jump in and share your knowledge. I'm just going to uh, get all the bits and pieces ready, the recording going. And I think we are good. You got four props already. You're you're a special. You've been oh, propping man. yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't do it myself, um, but that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works, does it? No, you can't no. prop yourself. No propping yourself. Um, all right, so uh, let's kick this little baby off. Um, what have you got? What's uh, first on your agenda for the show today? Well, let's talk about Blab real quick since that's what we're using and we're on here. Uh, they've announced uh, that you can now embed uh, live Blabs and replays right onto your website, which is a pretty cool thing. So I think it's an iframe uh, that you can just pop right in there on a page. And uh, there are also, there's also some talk about uh, them, them making it where the next Blab that you've scheduled automatically shows up on the page as the top one, uh, which would be really cool. So you just embed it once. And it's always got the your your next one in line, which is pretty neat. So um, how do we do that? If I wanted to embed this blab right now, or do you have to do it all in the setup? Uh, you know what? It's it's. I think after it's over, it gives you an option. Or when you're setting it up, there's a there's a thing that says embed this now. Yeah. It gives you the little iframe code. So uh, it's. I know you can do it for sure when you're setting it up. So if you're scheduling out ten of them. As it is now, you're going to get 10 different iframes you have to post in. But at some point, they're going to give you some, probably some sort of JavaScript or something where it just automatically updates to the newest one. And it just starts playing when it's ready. I wonder, do people have to refresh the page that you're on? I'm just I'm thinking of I'm thinking of all the problems we had with Google Hangouts when, you know, you'd send people to a live page and then people sitting there going, hey, when are you starting? And we'd already been starting for five minutes and they needed to refresh the page. Right. I wonder... Uh, I wonder how they're going to attack that issue as well. Yeah, uh, like I said, they haven't released that part of it yet, but it will be cool. Uh, hopefully, it all works seamlessly. We'll see. It, you know, yeah. Blab still is in beta, so. Well, <laughs> so is Gmail, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I also noticed something else on the screen here. I'm not sure if you're seeing it, but I see a list of questions on the left-hand side now. Yep. Um, as opposed to the right. So um, type, a, type a question in there for me, and let's just see what happens there if it pops up in the usual messages. No, there you go. Yeah, so the other thing cool now is you can actually uh, click on that, what I'm what I is going on, and I think it'll actually show up in the blab as the question that we're answering right now. Oh, okay. So... See there, so now it shows up as here's what we're currently talking about uh, on your screen there, which oh. is kind of cool. 
Interesting. So you answered that. Or did you answer that and pin it? Did you? I didn't. I just answered it. Yeah. So if you do okay. pin again, which is it pops back up on the screen there, like that's what that's what the current topic is. Interesting. I wonder if uh, I wonder what happens when the when you've got four people in the uh, in the frame there. Yeah, that I don't know. It's interesting that you can actually do instead of changing the topic each time. Now, what now that we're talking about, you know, uh, blab. You know, what if I did something like this? Uh, of course, the people that are watching the replay can't see this, uh, but I could actually put our current topic in there and then pop it up while we're talking about it, which is kind of cool. It's not really a question, but it does kind of give people an idea of what we're speaking about at that moment. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. We'll have to check that out. And I know this sort of popped up just the other day, uh, so I, I noticed that was um, was happening and people talking about it, but I haven't actually had to play with it yet. So interesting. Very interesting. Okay, awesome. So that's any any other changes in Blab this week? I mean, Blab's changing every day as well as we know. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing right now is the uh, the fact that we can embed these things. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, all right, what else have we got? Uh, let's talk about Boomerang. I think we talked about that on uh, Tuesday that it just came out, and uh, there's already some different brands that are using it in some of their things. And I I think you know a little bit more about this than I do. Yeah, um, there's a couple of little uh, uh, brands already having a play with it. Benefit Cosmetics are already doing a um, a uh, little one. These, now, if you haven't you, have, you haven't about Boomerang, Boomerang is a one second video app. You guys have been playing with it already, right? Yeah, uh, one second video app that lets you take a series of fast photos and then stitches them together in a little video format for about a second and then loops it over. Um, Benefit Cosmetics is doing them with, they're applying makeup. Um, I don't know how much makeup you can apply in one second, but <laughs> she's done it. There's a, there's a show. Uh, what's the, what's the, um, there's a cooking show that has a, uh, a video of a cooking uh, demonstration sort of thing. And there's a gold gym who's got a guy just flexing his muscles sort of thing. Uh, oh yeah. They called me. Uh, yeah, and you were busy, right? So uh, they called me, and I said, "No, you get to get someone else with uh, smaller muscles than me." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think I had heard about Purina uh, doing a, a little video of a dog jumping for a biscuit or something like that. Mm. Uh, kind of interesting, you know, to see what you can do in one second. But uh, yeah, really, playing with it. Watch your space. The uh, creative, clever people will come up with things to do in one second. So yeah. Um, good, good. Um, so that's Boomerang. So there's, there you go. They're already started. I knew we, we knew it wouldn't take long for some uh, clever people to jump on. What else we got? Yeah, so talk, speaking of Boomerang real quick, it is an Instagram uh, app, but it does not require you to actually have an Instagram account in order to use it. So you can use Boomerang outside of having Instagram, which, of course, is owned by Facebook. So, so Boomerang is an iOS and a Google app? It is, yes. I have it on Android. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll have a play with that. I'm going to go and do a uh, one-second video just for you, and I'm going to tag you in it. Oh, okay. That'll work. <laughs> see how we go. See how we go. Yeah, um, the, there is some sharing options with that after you shoot your one second, which is basically five pictures taken in succession. Uh, then it lets you share that on Instagram, of course, uh, Facebook, and then you can click the actual share icon and put it in other places, including Dropbox, things of that uh -huh. sort. 
Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Um, if you've just joined us, <clears throat> welcome aboard. We are talking about what's been happening in online and social in the last couple of days. Uh, we're talking about the Boomerang app. If you haven't heard of that, check it out. It's a one-second video app. Um, if you want to join us, we've got open seats. Jump on. We're talking about whatever's happening in the last few days. If you come across things or you just want to jump on and join our blog, we'd love you to be a part of it as well. So um, there is an open seat. And jump on in. Um, okay, what else we got there? Uh, Facebook, since we're talking about Instagram, uh, Facebook is now testing the local market, which is pretty interesting. What do you know about that? Yeah, so, um, you know, Facebook roll these things out in uh, other countries, usually first New Zealand or Australia, somewhere like that. Um, in Melbourne, my hometown, they uh, there's been reports of people looking at uh, uh, local market and a, a local market part of the app where you can, um, if, if there's anything for sale in some of the for sale groups, there's a lot of for sale groups out there, anything for sale, they grab it and they stick it in this little thing called local market. And you can browse by category. You can look at uh, things like your know, antiques, appliances, arts, electronics, furniture, clothing, whatever you like. Um, and then uh, you can message the person to buy it. So if you've got, an, let's say you've got um, a, uh, you know, a pair of shoes for sale, and I can, there's a big button that says message you to buy it. So I just send you a message and uh, connect it and say, hey, I want to buy it. What are you going to charge me sort of thing? Um, you know, I think what they're doing is they're gearing up for the payments war. Um, I call it payments war because I think Facebook are making a big play right now to take over, you know, companies like PayPal, not take over, but um, take a share of that money market because they've already got built into their messenger app uh, the ability to share money between two people. Um, if you can share money between two people at a, at a cheaper rate than paying PayPal, for instance, then, um, and you've got a billion, 1.4 billion people on your platform, you're going to have uh, some some already existing customers that want to be able to share stuff. So they're really starting to bring back in this market of how do we how do we share money? Okay, people are going to share money randomly. Like I'm not going to share 50 bucks with you over the phone. Um, but if I've got something to sell you and you want to message me, we're connected through the messenger app. Bang, we can send it to you. Um, uh, and then here's the postage and here's the details sort of thing. So um, it's a I think it's a, it's an early play for what they're doing as far as um, uh, their mo the, the money platform goes. Yeah, and it kind of eliminates the need for Craigslist too, which is a, an interesting thing. I mean, now I can now I can find things that I need locally Yeah. on Facebook, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, if you're already on the app, you're already spending time on there, um, it makes sense to go, well, I might as well keep looking for my shopping stuff as well. And mm -hmm. it's a smart play by Facebook um, because – now they want to start moving that money around and moving it between each other. And of course they're going to take a percentage. So yeah. what better way to do it? Um, they used to have the sale. I mean, way back when I remember they used to have, I can't remember what the app was called. Now. It wasn't even an app. It was just their local marketplace anyway, um, where you could buy and sell stuff on Facebook and you could do that regularly. I used to teach that stuff I think way back in 2007, 2008. Yeah. Um, so uh you know i don't think they had to build too much to get it happening because it was already there the infrastructure was already in the background they just probably freshened it up and made it made it a bit more appealing in today's market and bang where they're away yeah the other thing is you know last week they announced the new search feature which goes across other people's posts and things like that so i can see how that could play into things as well you know i'm looking yeah. for a blue widget and then all of a sudden you start seeing related posts in your stream about blue widgets that are not people that you know 
Uh, so there's, you know, here's somebody that happens to have one for sale or something right in the middle as you're, as you're scrolling along. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to see that this whole, this whole um, dynamic, dynamically changing internet is fast changing. You know, it's suiting what you're looking for. You know, we saw a play with um, uh, LinkedIn buying out Linda, the big uh, online education platform for $1.5 billion. Now we're seeing suggestions about topics that you've put in your LinkedIn profile that uh, LinkedIn is saying, hey, did you know you can do a course on SEO or there's a course on, you know, mm -hmm. social media, would you like to check it out? Um, and they're suggesting things that you've already told Linda, oh, sorry, told LinkedIn what you like. And I think you're right, Facebook can do the same thing. You yeah. type a message about blue widgets and bang, there's, did you know Billy Smith's got blue widgets for sale? Um, it's going to be, you're going to be seeing stuff everywhere about stuff you've put on Facebook and, uh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty fun to see these different apps try to, you know, uh, take more and more of your time, you know, and solve problems at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and you know, and it's only the start. Of, I really think we're at the start of some massive change in e-commerce. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's stay on the topic of Facebook. Uh, uh, we noticed uh, in the last couple of days that there's something where you can do temporary profile pictures which is yes. pretty cool. It actually you, came out. You, you know more about that than me. You sent me one. So tell me about that. Yeah, it actually is something that they announced earlier uh, in the month where you can actually put up a temporary uh, photo. Well, their reasoning is to support some sort of a brand or something. Mm -hmm. You know, when the um, gay marriage thing went out and everybody had the profile pictures with the, the rainbow yeah, thing right. on it. Yeah. So now I'm thinking they're just giving you the option to set that for a specific amount of time. And then after that amount of time, it goes away. So mm -hmm. another example would be if you were rooting for one of the World Series uh, teams. Yeah. You know, then you might want that up until the end of next week when the World Series is over. Then that just goes back to your default profile picture. Especially if your team loses, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. Um, the other Facebook news was that they are talking about removing the other folder. So... Uh, in the past, if you're getting messages from somebody who is not currently a friend or somebody you follow, it goes to that other folder. And a lot of people don't even know that they should check that folder. Wait, there's another folder? What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> so they're talking about get, getting rid of that and all your messages are just going to go into your one inbox. Oh, really? I didn't. I, I saw I saw. Um, uh... I saw someone mentioning that and I didn't dig into it any further. I thought they were going to rename it for some reason, but uh, I don't want that happening. That'd be just disgusting. Yeah. I, it's, uh, it's all going to, from what I understand, it's all going to go into your main inbox now. And maybe wow. hopefully they give us a some... chance to filter that because right. that would just, that would, that, that would do what I think messages is the equivalent of messages on Twitter. You know, it's just right. that spam box of, crap that comes through and like, oh, do I really want to look through this um, bunch of messages because none of them are actually relevant. So I hope that I go that way, but maybe they're trying to weed out that whole messaging app. Well, that's weird. That means, yeah, I'm not liking it. Yeah. I think about it more. And if you've got, if you've got notifications on your phone set to messages um, and you get a message every time some spammer puts a thing in there, you'll be turning that off real quick. I think that's a bad move on Facebook's part. Yeah, especially with all the talk about increasing the notifications for other things as well. So yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Wow. What else is Facebook doing this week? That's about all we got on them. Uh, I don't think is that I'm all? Only those few changes? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> since Tuesday. <laughs> pick, your, pick, pick your pace up, Facebook. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about National Geographic, uh, the number one brand on social. Yeah, National Geographic um, has been labeled the most social. I'm trying to find my little article about that now. Um, uh, the most socially shared um, most socially shared brand uh, in the last quarter for quarter three this year. Um, they had a um, they had a two percent growth on engagement, which was not a lot, but they're ahead of the NFL. In fact, they're a long way ahead of the NFL. Um, WWE World Wrestling, I think it's World World Wrestling. Is it W? Is that World Wrestling or is that the World Wildlife? It could be either one. <laughs> That's a good question. NBA, MLB, MTV, Victoria's Secret, Fox News, and GoPro uh, make up the top ten. Um. So there you go. National Geographic are, are by far um, way ahead of the competition. Huh. In, in, I don't follow them on Facebook. I do follow uh, GoPro, though. I know you mentioned them. Yeah, I follow GoPro. I just started following National Geographic on their um, on their Instagram account too, actually, and uh, you know they've got some good stuff on there as well. So um, yeah, I think they're really they're doing a good job because they they I think they're getting some user generated content just like GoPro. Um, and, and I think that's a big, big secret there is when you can start using, getting user generated content, you don't have to be having people out in the field snapping right. photos and stuff, you know, GoPro, National Geographic are very visual, um, things to be following. So, yeah. User generated content's always been a good thing. I mean, it's all the way down to comments on blogs. You know, if you can get other people to comment and build yeah. content for you, <clears throat> you know, it just makes sense. <clears throat> Correct. Yes. So that's it. That's the little quick report on Nat Geo being yeah. that one brand. So earlier this week, we talked about YouTube uh, Red, which came out, which was uh, their subscription model. I think it's uh, free for 30 days and then $9.99 a month to get some uh, extra content, access to the Google Play Music uh, system. Yep. But earlier this, or when, I'm not sure when this was, but it went down, let's see, on the 28th. So that was uh, Wednesday. Couple of days ago, on its uh, opening, uh, people were seeing red. They wanted to see red, but they saw red in another way, <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they were having trouble watching what's going on. They had an internal 500 error for a lot of people. They couldn't go and watch it. Um, so not a good thing for YouTube. I don't think I don't recall many times that YouTube has ever been down. Right. Um, I don't think I ever recall Google going down at all. So. You know, maybe they had a lot of traffic to it, checking it out. But well, I'm also reading some reports about people are a little bit, eh, I don't know if I'm getting what I'm, I don't know if I'm getting value out of the money I pay for it. When I when I do go to a paid subscription, I don't think I'm getting much value out of it. So um, it'd be interesting to see, watch this space, what they do, how they try and, you know, arrest that already. Yeah, it, and something related that they just came out with yesterday was the Google Play uh, where you can actually submit your podcast to it now. And I'm, I'm sure that's going to kind of tie into that whole system as well. It's always been kind of difficult, specifically on an Android device, to get podcasts, you know, to listen to them. So this might make things a lot easier. Plus, you know, just think of the reach that you immediately, you know, increase your podcast by being in Google Play. Yeah, I'm surprised Google Play has taken so long to uh, to do this, but they've just announced the podcast. But you still can't do it yet. It's you're on a waiting list. You and I right. 
you and I both jumped on there for our podcast, but um, we've uh, yeah, we've sort of been waiting for this. It's all been iTunes for podcasting all the way. Now they're making a play at jumping on and finally realizing that podcasting is a thing. I mean, podcasting only been around forever, and Google have decided that yeah, that's people listening to podcasts. Maybe we should get in on this act. So, so yeah. I'm going to pop the link in here. It's uh, it's g.co slash podcast portal. If you do have a podcast and you want to go ahead and submit it to the uh, Google Play system, looks like it's taken about 24 hours from the time that you submit it to the time that it is officially approved. Uh, and I submitted mine yesterday. Haven't seen an email about it yet. Uh, and I'm coming up on 23 hours. So expecting it to be approved shortly. Yeah, so if you're if you're submitting a um, if you're submitting <clears throat> excuse me a podcast right now and you've got a series because you put your RSS feed in there and you're submitting a feed uh, that has let's say ten podcasts previously um, posted, is it going to pull all of your podcasts down in one hit? Do you think? It did. Uh, it pulled in all twenty three of mine. So I got a hundred and two on one of my podcasts, and that's going to uh, just sort of wow fill up a uh, yeah, I, think, I think there was a 100 limit. I think it said it, it went to 100. The previous 100. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, thanks, Ed. Hey, good day, Ed. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thanks for thanks for sharing a little uh, tweet bird out there. If you want to jump on, Ed, there's an open seat. Feel free to jump on. Um, um, all right. What else we got on there? Um, oh, speaking of the uh, the tell a little bird button, did you notice over there that there's one that says tell your aunt? And it's the Facebook one. Do you have that? No. On the left, I've, I've got a button over here under the tell a little bird and it says tell your aunt. And it's got the Facebook icon. If I click on that, it actually lets me post straight to Facebook about the, the really? play as well. I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that at all. So um, I'm a little cooler than you are, I guess. I've got the pause recording under there. So maybe maybe that's what I'm saying. I see pause recording too. Yeah, I've got I've got two buttons, a Twitter and a Facebook now. Wow, interesting. Yeah. That, okay, so. let's uh, let's jump over to Twitter. Uh, it says now that you can uh, they've they've upped the limit. So in the past, when you got a Twitter account, you could only follow up to two thousand people. Uh, now they bumped that up to five thousand. You know, because yes. who wants two thousand people's worth of noise when you can get five thousand people's worth of noise? <laughs> I'll tell you who anyone that's new to the system and wants to grow their limit their, their Twitter account fast, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it'll help with the people that actually watch in return, that sort of stuff. You know, I think it's a big play. There's been a lot of talk about Twitter um, flatlining it for the last couple of months or year or so. Uh, Instagram has boosted past that Snapchat's growth has been much more rapid than Twitter. Um, you and I have both spoke, spoken about Jack Dorsey being now in charge and trying to grow that. And um, for more reports, he uh, he is having, uh, you know, he's cutting back so far, cutting back on some of the uh, staffing that he's got there, but they're now going to try and focus on how they grow the user base. And I think by including um, or increasing the number of 2,000 uh, that where you hit that ceiling to 5,000 could be, could be, I don't know if it will be, it could be an enticement um, for people to try and grow their list. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea is to follow people and hopefully get them to follow you in return. Yes. That's, that's the plan. As long as you got yeah. the targeted ones, right? Right. Um, so Ed's, uh, Ed's put a little picture in here. I've seen this and I haven't, I'm just trying to work out Ed what that, 
is is that a is that a uh, blab is that a blab piece that's there um i'm not sure and then um oh here he comes here goes that let's go ahead all right we also saw uh, david jump on too so it's an e I, it's an easter egg and it doesn't work all the time but if you have another blab scheduled uh-huh that's from the comments so not only can you subscribe you can tell a little bird you can put it on tumblr and you can put it on facebook i didn't get a really good screenshot of it yesterday because it happened so fast so what so i'm just saying so am i supposed to be able to subscribe from that image or not no 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 that's a screenshot of a chat i did yesterday where someone dropped the link to their show that was happening after ours Ah. and that showed up and when you hover over subscribe there's also the twitter the facebook and tumblr ah, interesting so if we had our show if we were a little bit more prepared and we had our next show for next week already ready we could drop the link in there and people could subscribe directly from there well yeah but it's not actually working all the time yet but it does work <laughs> sometimes <laughs> so and they they wouldn't answer it yesterday in the what do you call it in the town hall oh the town hall. yeah right interesting interesting so that happened yesterday and then tell your aunt just happened right now so i'd say this is coming baked pretty soon i don't you, have anything scheduled yet either to are try you it saying that, Ed? are you saying tell your aunt now yeah so i'm not yeah. seeing it i'm not seeing it so uh and I just did. I just put it on Facebook for you. I did. Awesome. Thank you. You didn't yeah, get a. I know it doesn't show the notification, but no, it doesn't. David says he sees it as well. So you might just have to refresh. I won't do that while I'm recording. <laughs> I won't do that. I might lose my, my, my boot me out of my own blab. Um, but thanks for jumping in, Ed. We're just uh, having a chat about all the things that have uh, that have that are happening on social in the last three days. We do a. We do a, uh, anyone else that's just joined, we do a regular call, 10.30 on Tuesdays and Fridays, regular regular blab, just talking about what are the changes that have been going on online and uh, we'll cover anything and everything. Um, and uh, I know that, uh, let's see, David has just told us about uh, submitting your podcast RSS, feed, RSS feeds um, by hand back in the day. Yeah, that's right. You had to do that a long time ago, David. Thank God you didn't do that anymore. But yeah, that Twitter thing, you know what? It's funny. Everybody's making a big deal of it. But it's really not done anything for those of us who were power using Twitter. Right. And it surprises me that all the social media people who are making a big deal of it, I'm like, well, you could always follow 20% more than you followed. So, yeah. And I'm trying to pare down the people I follow to get rid of the noise and focus on the signal. Absolutely. So am I. And my, my mission is to unfollow all the people that are just dead accounts and not... Uh, not doing anything and uh and that's rather than growing right now i'm rather just trying to trim that that extra fat that was there from a number of years ago right yeah, i think this is definitely targeted towards the newer users trying to get people on there it's where they can load up their profile and yeah definitely. once they realize it's too much noise you know like ed says they're gonna start paring it down but yeah. i think i think part of it is is that twitter is seeing a growth regardless of what the experts say is mm -hmm because of all this live streaming you can't you can't join blab or periscope or any of the others without a twitter account the only one who used facebook from the beginning i think was hang with mm -hmm. and they really focused on a urban hip-hop type crowd which is where 
all of my live streaming bases. So I'm having a real hard time getting them to leave hang with and come oh, over wow. to, to Meerkat or Periscope. So I just stay with hang with. Plus I can charge for broadcasts. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what I was to say was I think the, the Twitter reports that are coming out right now are all based on Q3, which is, you know, still not taking effect the effects of blab and that sort of stuff right now either. So, or Jack Dorsey, um, really. You know, yeah, so I think uh, I think you're right. We're going to see some uh, change on there, and um, it'd be interesting to see what what they come up with and what figures they have for quarter four. So you want a little Twitter insight that's not coming out yet that I just know from a friend at Twitter. Hey, this is what our program's for. We we want to bring you the hard hitting, fresh off the edge stuff here. <laughs> We're going to be able to be verified and pay like five bucks a year to be verified. Just think about the number of legitimate people who are desperate to be verified and what kind of revenue that's going to bring in for Twitter. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That'll help kind of phase out some of the, the spammy accounts too, I think. Right. So they're already actually doing that. I noticed a couple of weeks ago, like for three days in a row, I lost hundreds of followers and they were all spam accounts. But yeah. if you, so you're going to have to send, and this is just preliminary from my friend at Twitter, you're going to have to send your driver's license, your first kid, no, your driver's license, <laughs> you're going to have to have your phone, a phone number connected, which I only have one mobile, so I already have mine connected. And there was one other thing. And you're going to have to have double authentication turned on. Hmm. And so you're not going to be, unless you're a brand, a, a real brand like a Pepsi, Coke, whatever, you're not going to be able to have anyone else run your social media. How they would know, I don't know, but that's kind of where they're headed well i mean linkedin linkedin has had that forever in their terms of service that you can't have somebody else running your linkedin account of course people still do it but um it's something that linkedin have had for a long time too so yeah, but you're right how do they how are they going to know i don't think they're going to know pretty much <laughs> at all um but yeah interesting yeah, that's kind of interesting with, you know, with an app like Buffer, which I use all the time. And so my, my intern is the one that loads up the Buffer, which also goes out to LinkedIn. So I'm I'm not actually posting things straight to LinkedIn. Somebody else is doing it. Maybe okay. I shouldn't have said that. Well, I work entertainment social media. So sometimes it's not the star that's posting. Yeah. Sometimes it's me. So, right. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that because you've got the Buffers, the social umps, the, the hoot suites that we all know that you know most people especially people with the blue check mark they're not doing their own tweeting there's very few that do their own tweeting yep yeah so yeah. it should be interesting all right well i gotta go talk at a travel agency tonight so i gotta go work on my a travel summit out yeah, in la quinta thanks for, thanks for popping in i got your message on twitter too so thanks very much yeah so um, i left him a message we'll see if it's still him or not awesome thanks very much <laughs> okay take yeah. care we got one other piece of Twitter news, and that's the uh, Twitter brand hub that they came out with. Uh, it's mostly for the bigger brands right now, but it's an expanded uh, analytics package, which, of course, I, you know, my brand is almost as big enough as, you know, to be able to use it, but not quite yet. So I don't know a whole <laughs> lot about it beyond that. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Um, so I don't know much about that at all. So I haven't dug into that yet. So uh, the brand hub, eh? Analytics for Twitter advertisers. Interesting to see how that goes. Do you use analytics on Twitter anyway? Do you nope. check out? I've never seen it. They've got some really, really good analytics. Um, if you get a chance and you're in, in your like sort of numbers, they've got some brilliant analytics that you can really find out a lot about 
who your users are, who your followers are, what they're doing, what they like, and that sort of stuff. So um, if anyone's using Twitter, jump on, check your analytics out. You need to start an advertising account. You don't have to pay anything. But once you've done that, you get you get the analytics kicking over straight away. I do do a lot of uh, Facebook-related ads, so it would be nice to see what that demographic was and if it if it lined up or how much it lined up with the Facebook crowd. <clears throat> yeah, well, jump in. I think they'll go back because I think they'll, they'll keep a track of your previous um, movement on Twitter. So um, you should check that out. Could be yep. well worth it. Yep. Um, what else we got before we wrap up? I think there's a couple yeah. more items we got before we go. Almost out of time. I think, uh, let's see, last thing I've got on here is that uh, ESPN is pulled out of YouTube, which is kind of interesting. And this is all related to the YouTube Red subscription model. Uh, ESPN has pulled all of their content off of YouTube now. Wow. All of their content. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And from what I understand, other advertisers are going to be doing the same thing because, you know, now uh, YouTube is making money off of their content without I guess without them having the option to make money as well. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting for a lot of uh, brands that have been using YouTube heavily. Yeah, it makes me wonder if maybe YouTube forgot to do the brand part of that where, you know, they're going to do a revenue share or something. Yeah. Get right. all these people to sign up, but all these brands are going to dump it before they realize that they could make money off of it too. Who made that mistake, I wonder? Down at Google. <laughs> Big news. What else we got? Anything else before we wrap up? I think that's it. I don't think we missed anything. Beautiful. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for jumping in. Um, here you go. Ed just, he spoke to a major network. They're all talking about pulling out. CBS, for example, has their own app that costs yeah. five bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting to watch that space because they want to be making money all the time too. So uh, if they, if someone else is making money off their content, they won't be too happy at all. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the decision behind pulling all of your content, especially a big brand like ESPN, to pull it all off of there? I mean, it's got to impact something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch this space, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. Well, um, I think that's almost it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We are doing this show every Tuesday and every Friday, 10.30 uh, Pacific, 12.30 Central, 1.30 Eastern, and uh, if you want to jump on, we would love to have you on our show. Just um, send us a message, or when the show's live, just uh, jump in a seat. We've got open seats. We're talking about whatever's happening or what the hell happened over the last few days in social and online marketing. Um, we range from anything from Twitter to random new social sites to all sorts of crazy things. So uh, join us every uh, every Tuesday and Friday. We'd love to see you there. And um, thanks, Will. Yep, no problem. We'll uh, look for everyone on uh, next Tuesday, 10.30 Pacific.